Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm Ann Alvarez, parent coach, school counselor, and mom of two. Do you struggle with your relationship with your kids because you carry childhood pain? Do you get triggered by your child's behavior, become irrational, and maybe even yell at your children? Maybe you want to be a better parent, but you don't know how. Instead of repeating old patterns, you want to heal your pain, become more aware of your child's needs, feel connected to your kids, and learn the tools to communicate better so you can truly enjoy your parenting. If you are ready to heal your childhood pain, raise healthy, connected, and happy kids, and end the cycle of parenting with pain, then join me. Our kids deserve it, and we can do this. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm so excited. I have a special guest. His name is Jesse Swede. He's an American from Pennsylvania, and he has lived in South Korea and now lives in Spain. He believes that empowered parents raise empowered kids. So he has created frameworks to help parents of young kids to make parenting easy and fun. Welcome, Jesse. Awesome. I'm so happy to be here and thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you. We're both in, we're both parent coaches. This is so fun. Uh, we get to change parents' lives. Okay. Yeah. So, so what do you think parents um, struggle with the most? What do they struggle with the most? Um, yeah, that's a good question. So, I kind of take a different stance. As you said, I lived in South Korea for seven years. I've lived in Spain for 10 years and I've taught English for most of that time. So language is something that's very important. And I think parents, they aren't mindful of the words choice that they use. They aren't mindful of the language they use. So they almost make parenting more difficult on themselves just purely by the word choice that they use. And this comes from like rhetoric that we hear um, growing up. Things like, I'll give you some examples. Things like parenting is so hard. Parenting is a 24 seven job. Parenting, you never get a rest. Oh, I do everything for my kids. And like, as with everything, there's a grain of truth in those, but really, is that how you wanna frame this? Um, parenting is so hard. When you're saying that, you're making it hard just by expecting it to be hard. We get what we expect, right? So if you say things like it's a 24-7 job, I, it's not a 24-7 job. I disagree with that because when we're sleeping, like, <laughs> like what are, yeah, we're on call, but, but we're sleeping. When our kids are in school, like uh, we're not on call, essentially, or we're on call always, but we're not at work. When our kids are at a friend's house, we're not at work. So it's a responsibility, but it's those things like that. I think that parents, we get into those cycles and I know later we're going to talk about cycles, but vocabulary and, and the way we use words is a cycle that kind of keeps a lot of parents stuck, I think. Right. It's probably a lot of things that we heard our parents say. Yeah, and we're just yeah. and every just, society, TV yeah. and, and all. Yeah, we're just repeating, right? We're just repeating, but um our words have so much power. Uh so you and I are both single parents. 
um, what do you think is, what, what are the struggles of single parents and, and, and how can we overcome them? Mm, yeah, the struggle, I think the biggest struggle for a single parent, and let's talk, let's separate like of divorce. I, I'm a single parent. Um, I'm divorced and that's why I'm a single parent. So it will be a little different than if you lost your partner. Uh, are you from divorce too? Yes. Yeah. So in that case, I think the most difficult part is the your partner, right? You have, you know, a relationship. You obviously things didn't work out. So, you know, things got a little rocky. So managing a respectful co-parenting relationship can be challenging if you're not intentional on, if, if both parties, well, let's pull full responsibility. If you're not intentional on making it a healthy co-parenting relationship. So I think the relationship with the other parent is a challenge probably for most and balancing the time. What yeah, do you think? You almost, yeah. You have to put your, um, your feelings for your ex aside and, and you have to put the needs of your children um, mm. at the forefront, right? Yeah. So, and I think also um, not only put your feelings for your exercise, but I think there's a, there's a case for like, you're, they're not your ex, like they're your ex. Okay. That's the title or whatever, but let's compartmentalize and make a different relationship with them. Right. They're my co-parent or they're like, I have a great relationship with my ex. We'll call it, we'll use, you know, regular words. But I have a great co-parenting relationship with her. I have a great relationship. We have turned into great friends. We just make a terrible <laughs> married couple, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, but we have a great friendship. And I think, and it didn't come without its struggles. It didn't, I mean, we separated, you know, I wasn't there for her in ways that she needed. Someone else was. So, you know, that happened. So it's not like I didn't come here without struggles and without emotional pain and without hitting the lows that happened. But at some point, you've got to cut that history off and say, OK, let's start. Let's start over. Let's start. This is a new relationship. What do I want it to be? It's a co-parenting relationship. What do I want that to look like? You know, and kind of be more intentional with our lives. Right. Um, I, what I have found, like, with for me personally, is that um, I always asked my son what he wants. How do mm. you want it to do? Especially like through the transition, like when when the transition of the separation happened, um, he got to decide, like, who how many nights he stays at dad's how many nights he stays at mom's um if he sees us every day like he made he did this he did the schedule now he was older oh, right he was he was tw uh 12 no okay 12 11 yeah because he's going to be 14 um he was 12 and so uh, we gave him that i don't know i feel like kids need to have some control maybe when they're really little you can make the decisions uh, of what's best, um, equal, like equal time with each parent, uh, because pa they do need time with each of their parents. They, yeah. they do need time, but they come from both of you. Right. So, 
um, unless the parent one parent's abusive, like they should actually have uh, equal time with their parents. Yeah. And uh, then having them have some control, asking them, um, you know, I'm a relation parent. So like, this is really key for me is, is getting feedback from your kids. Uh, is it working? Uh, can it be tweaked? Uh, what would make things better? You know, those kinds of questions um, and involving our kids. And then just also really, really being mindful not to speak badly about each other. Like, like Jesse, yeah. you're fortunate that you, you both are still friends, right? I'm not in that situation. I'm not friends with my ex at all. Um, and I try not to talk to him as uh, much at all because I get a lot of babbling and it's not mm -hmm. healthy. So I, yeah. I, I do ask my, my son, um, a lot of things, you know, like, what would you like? How do you want to approach it? That sort of thing. Um, and that actually does work. It's helped, um, it's helped ease, um, you know, a very turbulent relationship, right? Uh, mm. with my ex. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. So 12, that's a, that's an age that I think is fair. Mine were younger. Mine were five and, and three or four and six, you know? So, yes. it, you know, it, it was all new territory for everyone, you know? Yeah. So we kind of, we split it up. We have 50, 50 shared custody one week with her, one week with me. We live very close together. Um, yeah. So we are very fortunate in that way. And I am grateful often for, and we also recommend, you know, we also talk to each other about that too. Uh, I do want to go back to what you said, like, don't talk bad about the other partner. Um, and like, I have a little different slant on this too. Like, you know, you hear it, don't talk bad about your partner with your children. And I would take it a level deeper and say, don't even talk bad about your partner in the shower by yourself. And because what we, because ultimately like, what, what is that doing to the other person? It's not doing anything. It's doing something to me, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And if we, and if we're talking bad about the other person, for one, we shouldn't talk bad about people, but um, if we talk about the other person to ourselves and we do that on a regular basis, it's going to come out. And in the worst place, case when we're unaware of it so it's going to come out with our kids and we're not aware of it so that's the worst because you don't even know it's coming out you know yeah. so i would i would say that piggybacking on what you said yeah i think you know um like separation divorce is really hard it's really hard for the parents yeah and it's yeah. hard for the kids but yeah. i know for me um, early on, I made a decision not to carry bitterness, mm. um, because it wasn't my choice. Right. So not to carry bitterness towards, um, my ex, like, uh, because I got a gift from that, from that relationship. And that's my son. Yeah. He's amazing. He's awesome. Uh, he's the best gift ever. And so if I focus on the gift from that relationship, rather than the unhealthy uh, behavior that went on in that marriage, uh, then it empowers me. It makes me feel good about it, right? Yeah. That that um, it was worth it. It was worth the pain because there was pain, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And so 
So that's what I say to parents is just like focus on the gifts of that relationship because those those children of yours are gifts. And maybe that was the reason for uh, the two of you getting together. Yeah, right? and not only that, I would say probably, and you correct me if I'm wrong, some gifts, uh, other gifts that you got as a result of that relationship was the growth that you had to experience and you had to become the person to overcome that and to go through that and like trial by fire, you know, so your own personal development is a gift too. Yes. 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 You can, you can gain strength from tragedy, right? You can gain strength from, from that. And, and you're still a family, like, like, even though you're, you're not together physically, but you're still a family. You yeah. still have your family, right? It just looks different. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not, the, you know, the way that we, we think about families, but you're still a family, right? So yeah. that's, that's what's got it. That's the messaging for your own children is you're still a family. That's it. We are still that family unit. Uh, and like, we're a team. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, it does. I do want to be sensitive also to some people because some people, you know, they, they don't have this, you know, fortunate situation. Maybe the father or the mother is out of the picture they don't want to be they took themselves out or they are not supportive or they you know there are a lot of situations and uh, that I don't can't relate to really to be honest you know honestly I think um there's a lot of single moms without any uh male support uh like that maybe maybe the the father has left them and they're alone with the kids right in those situations, that, that is like super hard. That mm. that is where you have to. My 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 personal opinion is that you have to have a tribe. Like as a single mom, like I actually have my own tribe, right? Even though uh, dad the dad is in the picture, um, I need a tribe for me uh, to mm. help me, to support me, to 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 boost me up. And I think single moms, you need to find a tribe, whether it's your church group. Like mine started out in my church, honestly. Uh, When I was going through a lot of struggle in my marriage, I needed support. And so I reached out to a small group at my church um, and they've been with me ever since, like throughout the whole thing. Um, Mm. And I'm still friends with them. So you, you have to find your tribe to give you the support that you need because it's not easy being a single parent, especially like a, sing- a single mom with all of the like the financial burdens and then um, not really sure how to give your kids what they need because you're struggling. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's something that's important to remember, too, is and this is something that single moms, single dads, even many couples like most people, I think they forget to put themselves first and it's easy i'm sure to get trapped in the woe is me cycle like hi um and again i want to be sensitive but at the same time you kind of need like a brutal truth that 
at some point you're staying stuck because you want to stay stuck. Like there are ways. And if you're continually focused on how my life is crap and my, you know, I have no solution. I have no way out for me, like that kind of thing. You're going to stay there. Yes. You know what I mean? So a lot of it is take putting yourself first and not, you know, we need to put ourselves first. And I think many mothers in that situation, you know, they hang their hat on, I do everything for my kids, but really they're depleted themselves. So if you're depleting yourself of energy, of love, of care, of self-care, like what do you have left to give to them? You're giving them out of a depleted vessel. Honestly, I, I I agree with you 100%. Um, I think parents, when you show that you are taking care of yourself, you're modeling for your kids self-care, yeah. Yeah. right? Like, I, I mean, honestly, I, I started this young at a young age with my oldest. When I was tired, I said, mommy needs a nap. And mm. I would go and have a nap. And then, you know, sometimes he would be like crawling in bed with me having a nap too. Honestly, yeah. my, my children are, are, have been used to that because they know that I need that. I need that. And I tell them like my messaging is your body tells you what you need. If you're tired, yeah. you sleep. If you're hungry, you eat. So if you're tired, you can have a nap too. It's funny because my oldest, he naps regularly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I modeled that because that's part of self-care, right? If you need it's to go so for awesome. a run or whatever you need to do to feel good, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, don't just do for others, do for yourself. And then out of that love, that, uh, that overflow, then do for others. But, um, yeah, that's a great point. Like you're setting an example for your kids to put themselves first exactly. and that's in future relationships and friendships, like, to not be taken advantage of and be ple- people pleasers and things like that. Right, right. Because you're better for your kids when you feel good, when when you yeah. feel healthy, right? Yeah. When yeah. you've taken care of yourself, you're going to have the energy and you're, you're not going to feel like you're self-sacrificing. Oh, I do everything. Nobody helps yeah. me. Because that turns That's into resentment. Cycle. Yeah. That can turn into resent real fast. Exactly, exactly. And I do like what you said about um, we're not victims in our lives, right? Uh, it doesn't matter what the circumstance is. If you have the will, uh, the desire to change it, you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so you have to have that kind of a mind frame, like with with our words, with our thoughts, the, that's what's going to empower our lives, right? Yeah. So, we have to be so mindful. I like what you said about how words are so um, impactful uh, yeah. in parenting and, and in our lives. Because our lives. if we are always telling ourselves that we're the victims, um, oh, what my ex did to me, or, um, you know. Uh, Why does she always do that? Why yeah. does, you know. Um, and it's like you use the word victim. And one of the frameworks in my intro uh, one of the frameworks that I teach, I can teach it now if uh, if it's okay. It's it's a story framework. So what I do is I combine story principles with le- story elements with leadership principles, and I learned this from a business uh, teacher called Donald Miller. He also wrote Blue Like Jazz, 
and um, he studies story. And in every story, every mainstream story, there are four basic character types. There is the the hero, obviously. He's the, the character that wants something and that pushes to get that thing. Right. Uh, there's the guide. He's the one or she's the one with a little more experience and they create a path for the hero to get that thing. Then there's the villain who prevents the hero from getting that thing and the victim who the hero, they need saving, right? Yeah. And in any one of our like episodes in a day, like yeah. not even a complete day, something that happens getting the kids ready for school, going to pick them up from the exes, whatever, yeah. like going to the grocery store, whatever happens in the day, uh, we can be any one of those four characters to our kids or to someone else in another car or whatever, someone in line, we could be the villain. Like, what are you doing? You know, we could be the victim. Why does this always happen to me? Why does she always do this? Why yeah. can't things be better? Why? Those are yeah. victim speak and villain speak. We yeah. could be the guide. How can I help? And we are the guide in our children's hero story. So we're not yeah. the hero in our children's hero story. We're the guide in our children's hero story. And we're the mm -hmm. hero in our story. <clears throat> so it's like, how can I find this? How can I? I'm not going to give up. Uh, we're going to figure this out. You know, that kind of thing. So the more decisions in the day, and this has helped me a lot when dealing with, like like we said, with my ex. I remember a specific story. Um, but the more times that we can be the hero or the guide in our language and our mentality, and the fewer times that we can be the villain or the victim, we will have a more fulfilled life. We'll have a bigger impact on our kids. We'll have a happier life. Yeah. And... Um, so this came one time, you know, going to pick up my kids. It was, you know, my ex's time. And then she called me last minute and she needed me to go pick them up or take them to school. This is something that is a recurring thing. You know, it's one of those things. Why does she always do that? Right. And so I'm like walking to her house to pick up the kids, like doing that in my head. She always effing does this what why does she do this like i i have my schedule in the day i have my i had my plan my day had planned out and now it's ruined like because and i'm and i stopped in the middle of the street i'm walking and i'm like this is victim speak like i'm about to enter a guide role because i'm gonna uh see my kids and mm -hmm. so i need to enter the guide role and i like changed a, a flipped a switch and uh and we had a beautiful walk to school. And guess what? The day was fine. <laughs> like yes. I didn't blow yes. up, like nothing happened. Like, yes. you know what I mean? So we can get in our head. So if we can control the character we are in a specific story or in a specific event, we can control a lot of that happens in our lives. 100%, I love that, I love that. Um, so you are the hero in your own story. Yeah, and yeah. you are the guide in your children's lives. I yeah. love it because they're the hero. It. Yeah, they're the hero. Yeah, wow, that is so good. That is so good. I think it's really great. It it like for me actually it does flip a switch, right? Yeah, um, totally. 
So I love that. Um, and then I just love that you were aware. You were like, hold on a second. I'm being I'm being a victim here. Yeah. I need to change that, right? Before yeah. I see my kids. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm about to see them. I'm about to step into a guide role. And this yeah. framework that we're going over, um, like that's helped me a lot. And it's helped other people that I've helped uh, share that with a lot. So the listeners can take that and use that and um, and change their day. You that's know, so good. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesse. That was amazing. Okay. Um, before we go, can you share where parents can find you? Yeah. So um, the I guess the best way is Jesse J Sweet on Facebook. I'm also doing a lot of cool work on on my YouTube channel, which is my name too, Jesse Sweet, if you search me. So what I'm doing on my YouTube channel, it's really exciting because I'm taking things, issues that parents post in Facebook groups. Yeah. And I screenshot, I make it anonymous. Even if they post anonymous, I never post any names. I, like the name isn't important, right? But like, I just give some actionable advice, give some help, give some support based on this issue. Um, and my group is Conscious Parent Leaders. Some of it comes from that. Some of it comes from DMs that um, that I receive. So check me out on YouTube. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much, Jesse. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And yeah. maybe I'll have you back another day. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd love that. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you, parents. So I hope that you got some takeaways. Uh, I'd like to do a little takeaway, you know, about um, being mindful of our words. Jesse was talking about being very mindful of our words. Um, how how we can approach things not being the victim but feeling empowered um mm. and, and being empowered helps our kids uh that's really really huge um yeah. and then and then just changing our our identity to being the hero in our own story and to being the guide in our children's lives yeah is that good true. jesse <laughs> i love it i love it thank you so much parents we will see you next time Bye for now. Right, thank you, Anne. If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.